Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I'm Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. So Samantha, is there a computer virus that you've ever uh, ever experienced that comes to mind, like one that was really annoying or uh, funny? Oh, see, I think way back when, and I mean mm-hmm. way back when, probably my first laptop that I got, which was in college, which is 20 years ago, probably when I had all the ad blocks, like uh, all the pop-up ads that would happen that would never yeah. go away. And I was like, what is happening? And it ended up being porn stuff because mm-hmm. it was, I think, linked with Napster, if I if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. And I just kept getting one right after another. And this was my really religious phase when oh, I wouldn't no. even watch TV because I was trying to stay away from all of the anti-Jesus stuff and everything was anti-Jesus apparently. Mm-hmm during my first year of college, second year of college, and it just kept popping up and I couldn't oh. get rid of it. That's all I can think of because I, outside of that, I don't think I've had many viruses. Mm. <laughs> I, so I have two that come to mind. And I will say I've had I've had my fair share of viruses and I've seen my, my friends go through some and they can be just horrendous and painful. So... Totally understand. I had one in high school. I got a message from, I'm assuming a dude, but I don't know that it was. But uh, I got a message that said, if you don't send me all of your like information plus this amount of money plus some random stuff, I'm going to delete everything on your computer. And at the time, I was so busy, I forgot about it. <laughs> but, and there was this countdown clock and it, like it would count down and I just kept forgetting and nothing happened. It got to yeah. zero and nothing happened. Oh, I've never had that. People have it was that? Called, it was called the doomsday virus, I think. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it. But uh-huh. yeah, no. <laughs> I didn't you click were, on that. It's because you, you weren't clicking on the, the sites, the fan fiction sites I was going to. I guess to. not. I wasn't cool <laughs> enough for any of that because I'm like, if they had a dooms clock, I think I would have like thrown my computer. <laughs> God, you probably thinking that have. it was going to explode. Not that they would take things, but that it was going to explode. Yeah, yeah. I wish I, I wonder if I could find that message. I still have that email inbox. Uh, anyway, <laughs> my friend Marissa got this virus where it would count down years. So I, you know, my inbox uh, is sorted by date, like most people's are, and it kept showing like unread messages. And I was like, where are they? And I clicked on it and I had gotten messages from like 1877 from Marissa because the virus counted back the year <laughs> on her computer. That's amazing. <laughs> I think I would want that virus just to mess with everyone else. It was pretty funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, it was relatively harmless. It's annoying. It was definitely annoying for her. But of the viruses you could get, I mean, that made me laugh that I was getting these emails from hundreds of years ago from her. But, okay, so I know you might be thinking, how in the world does this relate? Because I am. Yes. The topic that we were discussing, which is chastity belts, which we mentioned we would be talking about in our episode on virginity, or episodes, excuse me. So 
it relates to that. It also relates to our episode on cyberstalking. So, okay. Chastity cages have been on my mind since there was this recent news story. And by recent, I mean like within this past year. This was pretty, a couple months back at least, um, about men wearing internet-connected chassis devices that were hijacked by a hacker who told victims, quote, your cock is mine, and demanded a ransom in Bitcoin to unlock them. So, in this case, the chastity cage is a sex item that can be placed on a penis to prevent erections and can be unlocked remotely. I did learn because I was curious. There is a little hole for peeing. That's what I was worried about. (laughs) It is frequently used in the BDSM community. Um, Other stories have reported on men that wear them if they are constantly distracted by sex. Some say that they find it challenging and empowering. So, this was due to a security flaw in the item. Fortunately, many of the people contacted weren't wearing the device at the time. So yeah, a huge relief. I was honestly worried about these folks. And uh, also the company in question says that they've updated their uh, security so that this will not happen again. Other uh, more setting takes of the modern chastity belt have been advertised as a way for women to prevent sexual assault. So... That's also a thing that we could probably come back and talk about in a future episode, but not this one. I'm not going to lie. The fact that they exist today has shocked me a little bit. So I'm, I'm, need a I'm so happy I could give you a news story about that you didn't know. Uh, I did not know uh, that this was a thing and the fact that it is online and it's digital. connected to the internet of things. It's a whole different level. I feel like... Like, I could believe it existing and being used in other ways, but that fact that it's online, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be thinking about this all weekend, just so you know. Excellent. Uh, but <laughs> let's take a step back. Okay. And then I need, I'm going to go back to what I knew. <laughs> okay. When we're going to step back in the medieval chastity belts. And we talked a little bit about this in the virginity episodes, as uh, you mentioned earlier, Annie. And it turns out, are more myth than reality, and we did say that. So the first known were drawings that come from 1405 in a treatise on instruments of war and torture devices, an item that was meant to be satirical or a joke. Yes, we said that, though they are alluded to in European texts as far back as the first century CE. And here's a Latin example meant for women. Quote, hold the helmet of salvation on your front, the word of truth in the mouth, true love of God and your neighbor in the chest and the girdle of chastity in the body. Yes, it is. It actually exists. And I've heard this before. We even started these episodes. That doesn't shock me, just so you know. (laughs) These belts were depicted in art in the 1500s. A woman with a metal belt around her waist, a man holding the key. They were meant to make sure women stayed loyal when men went to war or things like that. Because what we know is women like to have sex when men are at war. Just kidding. However, (laughs) there's no proof that these actually existed. So then why is this myth so prolific? Male fear. According to Professor Albert Klassen, who is also the author of The Medieval Chastity Belt, A Myth-Making Process, most of the art that depicts chastity belts shows another man with a duplicate key, implying that these devices are useless and women are going to find ways to be unfaithful? I think is also a part of this. It was something to be laughed at. The few chastity belts on display in museums were made in the Middle Ages. 
yes, it's sort of like a curiosity item or a joke. Here's the British Museum's description of theirs. It is probable that the great majority of examples now existing were made in the 18th and 19th centuries as curiosities for the prunient or as jokes for the tasteless. The advice of keeping on your chastity belt was not meant to be literal. So it's just kind of a, a saying. Uh. <laughs> That's hilarious because we also have seen it parodied in so many films. Yes. So yeah, in the actual spoof of Robin Hood, which was Kevin Costner and uh, Alan Rickman, Robin mm-hmm. Hood Men in Tights, Carrie Elways, as well as Richard Lewis, who plays the character. He's the one trying to get the chastity belt. I think at Maid Marian, who now goes to like Carrie Elway's. By the way, this is a Mel Brooks movie, so you should know it's going to be completely inappropriate, probably very outdated. (laughs) But that's where I remember the chastity belt Mm -hmm. so vividly is because of that. Yeah, I mean, if this was a joke, then it was a very successful one. And I think that's that's telling of, yeah, we believe that women are unfaithful and always got another man in the wings. Um, But... I think of Scream. In the first Scream, Ski Ulrich tells Nev Campbell, like, oh, your chastity belt or something like that in the very beginning of the movie. And I remember at the time thinking that that was a real thing and not understanding. <laughs> like a real modern thing. Yeah. yeah, I honestly don't know how many people... Well, I don't know. I didn't think it was modern, but I assumed it truly happened way back when. So whoever created this joke, kudos. It has... <laughs> lasted hundreds of years. Kudos and screw you because <laughs> you played into this idea of what purity and women being, you can't believe them and they're just property for you to protect. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. Also, just to be clear, not kink shaming the people at the top. No, I was just real like, uh, the, the whole like wireless bit, I was like, oh, that's dangerous. That's well, real dangerous. Yeah. I mean, in general, the internet of things... Uh, can be a little risky, as we talked about in our cyber stalking episode. Yes. But all right, that's a very brief history on the chastity belts. If you would like to contact us listeners, you can. Our email is stephaniamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I've never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've never told you is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 